Okay. Uh, so I'll start with my journey then. Like uh, for me, getting into product management itself was quite difficult. Uh, post my MBA, I went into marketing. Uh, so getting into product is the most difficult thing because uh, the I think the the benchmark people have set is so high. But once you have gotten in the gate, the floodgates are open. You get like opportunities in and out. Uh, so uh, the the difficulty is just in getting in. So then the avenues, uh, like for fresh graduate, would be like a product analyst or APM role. So I think usually companies like Flipkart and other companies come for product analysts, and that be the uh, easiest way for someone to get into product. Uh, so for me, uh, as I told, after MBA, I didn't went into marketing, and uh, I did tell my company about my intention to move to product. So I had a good network. So I did uh, uh, speak to product people in the company. I started working on some things ad hoc, but still it wasn't coming. I did deliver. So at this point I started looking out. I interviewed with so many companies. I mean, you can name them. I would have interviewed with them, but uh, since I didn't have the product management experience, it was not easy for me to uh, get that first opportunity. But once I got the first opportunity, I got an offer from this company in Delhi, Delhi. Uh, so, I mean, the fact that you're from IIT kind of opens up doors uh, because a PM, what people are looking at is a good intellect and sharp mind. And in an interview uh, for an APM or PM role, if you're able to showcase that because the uh, questions related questions in the interview are related to problem solving and uh, more towards uh, testing your problems. Yeah. Problem solving and communication. So since I was able to clear that after so many, uh, I went back to the company and I told that uh, I'm leaving and the next day they switched me to product. So that was my journey in how I moved to product management. Uh, in the company only. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that is the easiest switch. Let's say you are working in different division. The easiest way to move to product management is internal. Uh, so I would say you need to you need to network inside the company, speak to different people. I'm sure that across whatever division you are in, you have access to product managers. You just speak to them. You develop a rapport with them. Luckily for me, the rapport I developed was because of sports and uh, other activities I did out of this one. So I had a very informal connect with a lot of people in the company. So I was able to pull strengths uh, because of that. Uh, so that kind of uh, worked in my favor. Great. great. Yeah. Uh, Where yeah. Is, what do you do like currently? Uh, so yeah, so uh, 2017, I completed my MBA. Uh, I joined in Freshworks in sales enablement. Uh, then I moved to product marketing. Then I moved to product management. Uh, after that, I moved to this company in Bombay. Uh, it was started by ex-housing folks. Uh, the CEO of housing, Rahul Yadav, was my manager there. So I worked with them for like seven to eight months. Then I moved to a IIT Kharagpur startup. I wouldn't call it a startup anymore because uh, they have been here for like seven to eight years. So I'm with Innovator as a senior product manager. Uh, yeah, so that's where I am now. Great, great. So 
like you start like you said like your journey started with marketing yeah and like you moved to product within the org so like uh, how did you i mean uh, how did you like prepare to make the switch like other than like your on the job learning like did you do anything else on the side to like prepare for this so i would say uh, there's a lot of overlap with product marketing there's a lot of overlap with every function in product if you take a qa if you take a, so because product management it's not one one thing you need to work with different people you need to understand different perspectives uh, so for me being in marketing being in sales enablement kind of gave me the understanding of what the customer needs are right so there are some skill sets i developed over there uh, and i don't think product management is rocket science uh, it's it's logic so what i had to prepare was to showcase that i am good enough as a product manager so what it means is that and as an whenever someone is taking an interview for a product manager role they're just trying to find at least if a person is meeting like 5 to 6 of out of my 10 requirements if that person fits the bill uh so that needs a lot of interview prep right so even though i think interview prep and someone who can do a good in an interview may not actually be a good product manager right because uh the things you need to do good in an interview are totally different from the things you actually need to be good at a product level uh but at the end of the day that is how the world is he have a certain amount of time with the interview or the the, the committee which is taking uh, interviewing you he need to show that okay i am someone who can do that deliver the value so for the first product management role that is if you haven't gotten into it you need to be well prepared uh so it it's always going to be on uh, problem solving uh it's about what you understand about product and what is your motivation towards joining the product line why do you want to switch so you need to have clarity on that because you need to showcase the clarity of thought like why you want to join product management what do you understand out of it and uh, yeah yeah that clarity is what will actually help you convert interviews right so you mentioned like converting interviews is one thing and like the skills that you need for the work you do is a different thing so can you maybe like go into like the kind of work you do like maybe you know like take us through like uh walk us through like the work you do and like what skills you apply there okay so uh, product management is different types one is b2c b2c uh, you're building products for the end consumer then you have a b2b product manager where you're building products for businesses uh then you have one more which is a platform product manager where uh you're building the technical capability uh so that uh the external facing product can achieve something right so all three of it at the core is that what does the customer want what are the pain point we are solving so it's key to understand what are the problem we are trying to solve right so you need to always have a first principle thinking uh understand what problem you are trying to solve who you are solving it for and then uh, factor the business perspective tech perspective and design perspective and see the feasibility across each of it so you may not be able to do everything immediately so you need to uh, scope it out when i see that when i say that okay uh, your customer needs two things 
but you have research to do only one. So you understand what is more important and you work towards that. So uh, you need, as a product manager, you just define what is, what, how, why, and when of the product. You define what problem you're solving and you define how by meaning that uh, what kind of solution you're taking for that and why are you solving that and when I'm going to solve it immediately, I'm going to solve it later, maybe in a six months time. So that is the crux of product management. For doing that, you need to work with different teams. Uh, but the most important team is your engineering team because uh, we have something called sprint. It means a two week time where uh, some key value is getting built. Uh, so you need to, uh, okay, so let's say, uh, so you have something like a roadmap. Roadmap is what is going to build in the next one year. And you again, break it down into quarters. Then you again, break it down to sprints. So you define what is going to be built. You work with the design team for anything, uh, for designs, you write the product requirement documents. What it means is that you define what is getting built, why is it getting built and what are the business value? So that anyone who reads the document understands why it's, uh, this feature is built. And even when the engineers, when they're building it, they understand the logic and they will build according to that product requirement document. Uh, so yeah, so defining these product requirement documents and giving these to the engineers so that they understand is the key of it's like almost like 50% of your job. Right. But for that, you need to uh, refine it. So any feature starts with ideation. Post ideation, you uh, work with the designers to uh, find uh, the UI or UX. Then you take it to a tech team and understand the tech feasibility. Uh, let's say tech is saying that, okay, uh, some things are not too feasible now. So then you strip down out of 10 things. Okay. I will only build eight things. You again work with the design to say, okay, can we change the uh, design to factor the tech feasibility? Once that strip down mock is there, then you again take it to your engineers. Then you start building it. So that is the essence of product management that involves working with engineers, be it uh, you ideally have to work with the engineering manager. Because a lot of people think that you need to know tech fully. I don't think you need to know tech to be a product manager. You need to know the uh, customer. You need to know what problem you're solving. What is good to have is if you can speak to an engineer in the language, they, if you can have a meaningful conversation, if you understand uh, when an engineering manager is saying that if a tech person is saying that what you're saying is not technically feasible or it's going to take more time. You need to understand that. Uh, so you don't need to know coding to be a PM. So that is one thing I came across a lot of time when I was interviewing for a product. Like people, I think wrongly assume that uh, uh, tech knowledge is needed. That is because I think a lot of product managers have come from engineering background. So they have this bias that only someone who has an engineering background can will be able to do the job. But it's not the case. Uh, it's again, the, at the core of it is uh, customer empathy. And if you're able, if, and you should be sharp enough to understand the problem immediately. And uh, one thing is discernment. Discernment is considering all the factors and taking addition. 
so that is all is needed to be a product manager right right so uh, like in your case i mean in your current role like uh, it's a b2c b2b company right so like yep. who's your who's your customer and like maybe you can take us through like a use case of you like building a product or you know going through this whole process okay so innovaza is a us healthcare company so we are building uh, solutions for the healthcare so the healthcare could be physicians it could be the insurance companies or they have networks over there so we are building solution that can make the healthcare more efficient which means reduction in cost and more efficient care uh i essentially i'm a platform product manager uh what it means is that i build the capabilities that will help our company use a uh so okay let's say we have built a platform we can build products either internally or we can use uh third party applications we can uh extend our product with integrations so what i am essentially working on is uh how we can make a platform in as a company we can make the platform uh, uh expandable and scalable so that anyone not just internal even external can uh, use our capability to build applications on top of what we have so that is what i am working on uh, to uh, to put it in layman words uh, what i work on is like user management what someone should get access to uh then uh, how so there's something called a marketplace i don't know if uh, how many of you understand that marketplace is where uh okay you have so your insta stories go to facebook story because instagram and facebook are speaking to each other right so i'm working on that side of it i'm working on a platform product manager uh as a application product manager when i mean application product manager b2b uh in a previous company let's say i was building for indian real estate companies so the crux of it was that we need to make real estate people sell flats better so i needed to understand the entire business of how they are working so i used to go and meet all the real estate builders be it anand premal from premal or be it tata i used to go meet them i used to be with the sales leaders to understand how they work uh that is something uh interesting because i don't think anyone else would get an opportunity to go and meet people who are so high in the organization the business world but tech is new so mostly uh you get a seat in the board because you understand tech and you help them solve issues because these people are not that tech savvy and but they do understand that getting tech will help them be more efficient so product managers we go and consult them on how we can solve their problems better so for real estate i go and tell them okay uh you get 100 leads uh this is the way you sell this is the sales process how you speak to the customers now i go and consult them on okay using our tech this is what you do and it i will extend even beyond tech saying that you need to change the sales process because this is the best practice so what you need to do is uh, you need to have these many touch points so when, whenever you have a new client who wants to buy a flat 
So you need to send them email at this time. You need to speak to them. You need to get them to the site. And that is going to help uh, make the sale. So uh, understanding business is a key to be a B2B product manager. And that is actually the best part about it because you get a visibility into how sales work, how marketing works, how support works. So even at Freshworks, when I was building an integrated customer engagement suit, I had to speak to different stakeholders to understand how a support leader is working, how a sales leader is working, and what is the value that we are giving using the product. Uh, so this gives a exposure to business. This kind of, so think of it like a, you're a consultant and who is helping them using tech. So uh, I think there's, there would have been a difference between uh, the way you had to think about the product, like between Fresh Test, I mean Freshworks and uh, like Anarok, because the like was there a difference and like basically what was the what was the difference? I mean I think in in Anarok where the customers like like uh, more of enterprise customers and in Freshworks you have the SMB. Like is there a difference there? Okay, so at Freshworks, uh, we were serving close to 250,000 customers across the globe. Right. Uh, at Anarok, we had like three to four customers. Right. Uh, at Freshworks, we're global customers. So we were, what was, what is going to be built is mainly designed by me. You're not listening to the customers. Because right. of the stage you're in, right? Like if you're a well-established company, you can decide what to build. Right. But, at, but what do you take into consideration when, like when you... When it depends on the stage you're in, right? Like can you, I mean, at Anayok, we needed to retain these customers. So we are at zero to one stage. So right. we had to listen to all customer issues. I mean, I did push back on certain things I which... I feel is not needed, but I had to give a justification on each of it. And they were not unreasonable. And if they have a valid business use case, if they have a valid problem, I take it and I build it for them. But at Freshworks, a uh, lot, lot of it was about coming from me. Like I speak to a lot of customers, understand the customers, and then I use my own uh, discernment and judgment and I build the product based on that. At Anayok, maybe what was different was that the majority was uh, built based on the customer feedback. And my input, even though I tried to uh, do as much as possible, uh, but the point is that at the end of the day, we need to retain these first few customers. But uh, at the end of the day, the product management work was almost the same. You work with engineers, you work with uh, designers, that is not going to change anywhere. Even you go to B2B, B2C, you have your design team, you have your engineering team, you have a QA, that is going to be constant. Uh, the way teams are structured could be different, but uh, that is not something that's too much of a concern. Right. So you're saying like basically where the requirement comes from and like who the ideation part varies, like depending on the stage of the company and so at Anayok, I was owning everything. So I, so at Freshworks, I was one out of 60 product managers. Uh, but Anayok, I was on like a, like a VP or more than that, because I became the face of the product. That was a good exposure. 
because I could set up a lot of process on how the project product management works. I could scale even support teams, how a support function is going to work, how a, uh, how the entire software development process is going to be, how the product management processes are going to be. So I was able to set up that because it was a very new company. So that learning curve was much higher because I was able to get into a lot of things. At Freshworks, it was a good learning curve for me, but uh, I was I was not at a senior level. I was just starting up, and I I wouldn't say I couldn't, but yeah, I was not given that responsibility to do that. But the responsibility that was given to me at Anavak was much higher, and because of which my learning curve kind of became really steep. Right. So you mentioned there were like a lot of product managers at Freshworks. So like how does it how does it work how do how do project manage product managers divide the work or like does one person own a particular product or is it like divided among people how does it happen when there are friends it depends. it depends so we had like 10 to 12 products each product had a director of product management uh so i had a director of product management who reported to the ceo so it depends on your manager but ideally what happens is let's say your product each feature is given to one so let's say your product has 10 features it could mean you have 10 different product managers or it could mean that you have five product managers who is owning two to two each uh this ideally the structure is going to be like a director of product a cpo chief product officer below that will be director of product managers product then will be a lead product manager senior product manager product manager APM product analyst. So as you go up, you own a bigger piece and you divide it among people under you. So let's say there's a senior product manager here. He owns four items. Uh, he can't always uh, have the bandwidth to work on each and everything to the finest details. So he will give whatever he has in his plates to uh, individual product manager under him and ask them to start the work. And when they complete it, he checks on it and he discusses with them post that completion of work. So he kind of delegates that uh, hard work to individual product managers so that uh, he can utilize his time for bigger things. So that is how it always works. So that is why people recruit uh, Uh, PMs, APMs, product analysts, because they can offload their items from their plate. So, uh, like you mentioned, like for um, maybe engineering graduates, the best way to ultimately get into a PM role would be like start as a product analyst or mm -hmm. PM. So, what is the work that they are generally given? Then it depends. It depends on uh, what company you're in. Were there like uh, APMs and uh, product analysts at Freshworks? We had APMs at Freshworks, yeah. Okay. Okay. And we did recruit product analysts at Anayok. So I went to Bits, uh, Pilani, we recruited like seven to eight analysts. Right. Uh, so look, as a product manager, it's something that you learn with uh, experience. So uh, you start off with taking a very small piece of it and uh, I would say you need to get to some milestones like 
the bigger the tees you own, it means that the bigger the the growth you are having is higher. So it may start with uh, working on product analytics. What it means that understanding uh, how your DAU or daily active users, what is that numbers are. Uh, they may ask you to work with support teams or they may ask you to work with sales team to understand what are the problems. So essentially, yeah, so they may, so it's not well structured though. Uh, it depends on individual managers, but ideally what they do is they try to uh, offload certain things. That offloading part could be owning a very small feature that is not critical. Ask them to uh, take it up, take ownership, uh, do the design, do the PID and ship it. Right. Or it could be that they have other things as a product manager you need to do that is speak to sales, speak to customers, uh, understand, uh, uh, it could be writing product copies. It could be writing release notes, all the things that ideally someone doesn't enjoy to start with. Right. Yeah. So that, so I wouldn't say, so I don't think there's a fixed role as a what a product analyst or APM would do. But ideally what a new APM or analyst should do is show interest, show ownership. Then you will start getting more work from them because then they will think that, okay, now this person is able to take more. I can offload certain things. I don't need to handhold him. Right. So people, if, if he hires a product analyst and I have to handhold them, there's no point in recruiting them. Right. So essentially that is what we want. We want someone to independently own something and drive it. If someone can do that, they'll start getting more responsibilities. And that means that they are getting higher growth. So you mentioned you, you hired product analysts uh, from bits and maybe you would have been aware of like the hiring process of APMs at Freshworks also. So like, what is the, like you can probably take from your own example, like what is the process that you did to evaluate product analysts? Like what is the hiring process like? So uh, even at Innovator, I, I was in, I was interviewing people, people across product managers, APMs and senior product managers. So there are different ways people look at it. Uh, so ideally there'll be like three to four calls. There will be an introductory call. And after which it's where they test if this person has good communication skills, is, is he a good problem, problem solver? Uh, does he has the qualities to be a good product manager? At a very top level, the first interview goes. And then the second and third is going to be more uh, in-depth interviews where uh, you get into case studies, problem solving and everything. So the qualities that I look for, uh, again, are good intellect. Uh, I, I want someone who is sharp, who can understand things quickly, uh, who has a good discernment. I think uh, that covers, if he's sharp, he can understand the customer, he understand the problem. And uh, right. I feel that a product manager should be, should have a calm mind and should have a well thought out uh, thought process. Nothing should be half-baked. So that is something I'm looking at. Is someone 
has a very uh, yeah if is someone jumping into the solution or is someone taking the time to understand the problem and then trying to figure out one of the factors once they have covered all the factors and then are they getting into the solution right so that is what uh, i look for of course communication all these are key all these are like uh, helpful what would be some sample like some example of a question or a or a case study that you would evaluate it could be a guesstimate issue like uh, i ask is how many buses are there in london right and they need to do a case study on this or problem solving on this right uh, this is for a product, product analyst uh, it could be for anyone right it's a logical question we just want to try how someone attacks an issue right uh, for for senior product managers or product people with experience uh what i am essentially uh, looking at is what they have done in their previous roles right again like you, we hear of questions like what's your favorite product and like how do you improve it are these questions that that are generally asked for a pm interview look uh, how it works is that uh, not everyone so the interviews are taken by existing product managers in the company right no one is giving too much of importance to like the one is going a thought process okay i'm going to prepare for the interviews and go right like, i've gone to interviews just 5 minutes before they told me we go and take an interview i have no clue what to ask i right. just go and see okay what all questions i can ask and uh i just want to get away like i just want to evaluate the person soon right. so the easiest way for me to ask is okay tell me a product and uh, what you like about it so that uh, i don't have to think much about what question i have to ask this person itself comes with the thing and i can judge his uh, product design skills what how is thought process and everything by this one question so it saves a lot of time for me when i ask this question okay tell me which product you like and tell uh, so it's it's mainly to judge the product design uh, knowledge how someone is product design and problem solving and this question kind of helps in uh, yeah helps in analyzing this person without me having to think much on what question to ask next right so again like uh, how can people probably prepare for these things that that are being evaluated so one is like engineering students who probably have a year where they can do something and you know be better prepared for this and mm-hmm. another is like because you have done an mba also like how can these people in b schools like prepare you know to be better like positioned by for these interviews they are going to be like standard questions there are two books one is uh, decode and conquer another right. is uh, how to crack a pm interview even though personally i didn't see much of value but yeah, i gives an idea of what kind of questions get asked and it can be a good prep uh i mean yeah. other than the like other than like maybe specific questions like how is there a way to inculcate that thought process and uh like build those like those thinking skills okay uh i would say watch a lot of youtube videos on what people think say about product management like they have product podcasts and everything so um understand why someone wants to why do you want to get into product management is something that you need to understand uh so get visibility there love that 
internet gives you a you know way for you to access people's experience from past so understand if this is for you it may look all good from outside but it may not be for everyone i love the job i don't think i would want to be anyone else but i also feel that someone who is extrovert i mean even i am an extrovert but i have seen that someone may not enjoy this i have told them even though they are try to get into product i told them this may not be something that you'll enjoy there could be something else for them i there's a pre sales or someone like a marketing which i feel is something that uh, caters to their strengths so for me i enjoy working with different people and getting something out that output is something that gives me uh, satisfaction and i don't mind being at the back of the product i don't need immediate gratification for me the gratification comes from the point that something i built is getting used right so uh, understand why you want to be product manager understand if this is for you uh, then I, i i wouldn't say fake it you don't have to fake what you have to think understand these uh, mm, see the product interviews how uh, questions are getting asked uh, then be curious about products why are they getting built what is the value add right it's so even all the interviews i have taken or given they were not anything out of the world that was asked it's always going to be plain simple questions uh, read about them read about past interview experiences what they have done and read about how people think about certain features why certain features were built what are the things that they factored in so google i would say google and find product management resources product management lessons and guidelines i would say don't focus too much on interviews even though it's needed but uh, look um, so i was lucky for the fact that i didn't even know what product management was before i got into uh, freshworks uh but i all all my interviews i've always been uh, honest about what i want to do so at mba i want to get into uh, sports management and that's what i always told in my interviews that i want to go into get into sports management because of which i couldn't convert to companies uh but at the end of the day looking back that's the best thing that happened to me that not having converted those company has put me in a job that i really enjoy uh so you don't need 10 jobs you just need one job so you don't have to fake it and it's not rocket science all you do is google uh, keep following certain blogs there i'm sure there are a lot of product management uh, uh, there's a slack group called product something where there are 25000 people uh, so i think a lot of people post there to have interview prep uh, so what it means that you can prepare with them so people going for amazon or microsoft interviews they post saying that is anyone available to take a prep or you can even post your cvs over there for reviews from people so you can join these uh, communities product communities uh, i forgot what the slack group is called but i'm sure you can google it and find them so you have all the tools available on internet and you should be able to get it right and another question like a lot of people have is like is an mba i mean uh like it's, not, it's mba it's not even needed look uh i mean one is like 
is an MBA needed for the work you do? Another is like, is an MBA needed as a qualifying criteria? Like, if a lot of companies have this as a qualifying criteria, I mean, then it's like a hurdle that non-MBA people cannot cross, right? No, I mean, it depends, right? Like, having an MBA means that this person now has a higher chance of having the qualities that will be that will make him successful at the job. So companies want to reduce the chances of the candidate not delivering. So they're just cutting down the chances. Uh, as long as you have good experience, I would say a two to three years of product management experience immediately after uh, engineering. I've seen, I think, I've seen uh, IT cut equipped folks who have been in product uh, after the graduation and they are in VP roles in good companies, be it. Uh, so I haven't seen any, any benchmarks saying that, okay, we want only people from with MBA. If they have three to four years of experience, you hardly look at candidates if they have an MBA or not. But the point is the first job for the first job. Uh, even I would kind of, even I've started actually preferring MBAs or tech folks uh, fresh out of graduate because of the maturity level they have. Uh, if, I mean, I wish, uh, I mean, I wish I, I can say that all their graduates can be mature enough, but I, I, I felt that it's not something uh, from, okay, at this point of time, I feel that it's easy. But when I see these fresh out of college, even we have two to three IIT Kharagpur folks as APNs here. I feel they are not, they're hyper energy. They need to be really mature and responsible. So that is why I kind of start inclining towards MBAs because I feel they could be more mellow and they could be more mature while handling because you need to work with different sets of people. You need to work with different people. So the way you speak, the way you communicate, the way you think about it has to have some kind of maturity. So that is why I think MBA kind of uh, goes towards, uh, it kind of people start looking at, but is an MBA needed? I would say no, because uh, what I learned in my job is much more than what I learned in nine years, being at Kadakpur, I am. Uh, what an MBA you do is uh, people, it's, it's a good learning experience in a way because uh, everything is good given to you in a capsule. Uh, so it's like, okay, I'm going to give, give you exposure to finance, marketing, economics, legal aspects of business. So you don't go in depth in anything. It's just given perspectives of it. And all these perspectives, I think you can learn it in a week's time if you actually need it. But, uh, but the things yeah, you do do a lot of case studies and all that, but, uh, Think, I mean, thinking back, looking back, yeah. Uh, if I could have done the job without an MBA, I would say absolutely yes. Yeah, I didn't need to have an MBA to do like, my job. There are, like there are two paths, right? So one is maybe somebody gets out of engineering college, uh, goes into a product analyst role for a couple of years, mm-hmm. and then another guy is like someone who immediately does an MBA. So, like, is there a major difference to like uh, both of people who aspire to be a product manager, like? in terms of the odds of them. Uh, what are the two people coming in? 
So one is like someone who gets into a product analyst role mm-hmm. uh, or a business analyst role, like right mm-hmm. out of graduation, and eventually tries to move into product management, mm-hmm. like with the work experience. And another is like who tries to do like who is doing an MBA immediately and then maybe apply to companies for product manager roles. So for MBM, it's because of the placement, right? Right, That's right. Going to help them. So let's say uh, IMA or ISB, they are people going with zero uh, expectation to have with previous experience. Right. So that MBA people have the platform, but let's say both of them are applying uh, off campus. Uh, I think I would prefer someone who has, has the experience, who has done product analyst. Got it. Got it. So you were in you were in product marketing. So like, can you maybe like uh, tell us the difference between like product marketing and product management? Product marketing, uh, it's just as telling the world about what your product does. Right. So is it is it like I mean then there's marketing. So I mean what is what are these distinctions between these these different terms? Uh, between which all terms? Like so there's then you have your you have marketing uh, people, right? So, like, does does it come under marketing? So I understand. I understand what he's saying. Like, marketing encompasses like even you tell about your company. So, I used to do brand marketing also. Right. Uh, so over there, you tell about your company even. So, right. it, so all the branding, everything comes in. Product marketing is it's it has two things. One is uh, product adoption. Right. Product adoption means that uh, if your customers basically able to communicate to your customers what the value add is and basically able to communicate to the world uh, what it so yeah so speaking about the product would be product marketing uh, and the difference between marketing and product marketing the very marketing which leads to sales right like uh, what there is marketing which uh, which is like lead generation and you know ultimately helping the company uh, so there are a lot of things in marketing so in our marketing team we had sales enablement we had product marketing right. we had demand gen and we had brand awareness right right so the demand gen team took care of uh, getting leads the brand awareness team uh, took care of getting the corporate events to build the brand and the product marketing teams didn't have at least in freshworks it didn't have any Lead gen goals. The goals were more mainly towards uh, product adoption and product evangelism. So the KPIs would be along the lines of product like uh, engagement. Adoption. Engagement would be the main, but it depends on how teams are structured. Sometimes, as a product marketing manager, you also uh, own lead gen also. Right, right. So we have a question. So again, like this is something a lot of people ask. Mm-hmm. Is there a course for product management or so again, up like uh, companies like Upgrad has product management. No, no, no. Don't do any of these online courses. If you want to do a course, I think uh, Carnegie Mellon has a one day course in MS in uh, product management. Uh, I yeah. think that's a good course. If you want to do, do that, don't do an MBA, go and do that because uh, I've seen a lot of, even after an MBA from IIM, I've seen people going and doing that one day course. Uh, and a lot of they're good product management opportunities in US than in India, and I think that would be something that you can consider. What is the name of the uh, CMU? CMU Carnegie Mellon. 
as a product management uh, ms okay but other than that like all the like do you have any idea about like the online courses that yeah i was sent so we were building uh courses that could be given to a product folks i think a couple of them were one second i think give me a minute so what would typically be in this course like what you know broadly like what are the things that would i never taken them right right so yeah uh i i think it, it just tells about uh product design how to uh, go about it uh it tells about how a scrum team works uh how to divide it how to write prds uh it may tell you about product analytics what are the uh, key metrics that you need to measure right uh, it may start hello hello Yes, we can hear you. Hey, hey, Madhi, can you hear me? Yeah, I uh, lost you there in between. Yeah, yeah. You're you're talking about. Uh, yeah, I just posted the link on chat. Would everyone be able to access it? Yes, yes. Uh, there is one more key thing. Let me just. So I'm mentoring these people on something. Was uh, my school my peers or something? They had a good collection of resources. Let me share that. help your peers yeah help your peers so these could be useful as what you're saying the these kind of courses uh yeah at least look uh, it it helps to get acquainted and get confident in interviews right right because uh, without preparation it may you may not be able to crack it but after some time we get acquainted you get comfortable in giving these interviews that will help you right i mean after the like again it's all about that first first role right first product management job so yeah maybe these courses can you know help you a, a little bit in that direction uh yes uh maybe yeah so i have shared the second help your peers doc that is a good uh, collection of resources got so it so we can have a look in that great cool All right. uh, uh i think we have covered a lot of things anything else you have in mind okay so it's going to be really difficult to find a product role now because the world is going through economic slump uh there are still companies which are reaching out because companies are reaching out to me but it's going to get harder so that means that you need to really up your game uh so yeah so do a preparation speak to network with as many people as possible uh and uh yeah the times are hard you may not easily get into the product role uh but keep working towards it uh, even if not now i'm sure 
in couple of years time you may get in and like for me i'm really glad that i started in product marketing and sales enablement and ended up in product management because those skills really helped me so similarly uh, you don't have to immediately get into product management your current role gives you an exposure to something that may not you, that you may not get in product management so appreciate that uh, grind it out uh, and when you get it i mean i wish you all the best but yeah